Hello and welcome to The Bob Edwards Show for Tuesday, September 10th. Modern technology and science and medicine have found abundant ways to keep us alive past the time when nature previously would have told us it was time to go. In some cases, this is a marvelous blessing, and in other cases, it might have been better to check out when we were supposed to. Science writer Katie Butler is my guest today. She's the author of Knocking on Heaven's Door, The Path to a Better Way of Death. And later in the hour, Ben Foss, the founder of Headstrong Nation, a nonprofit group that helps people with dyslexia. He's the author of The Dyslexia Empowerment Plan, a blueprint for renewing your child's confidence and love of learning. It was Benjamin Franklin who paired humanity's most obvious certainties, death and taxes. But as medical technologies improve and we live longer and longer, death, while still a certainty, has become more difficult. Journalist Katie Butler discovered this when her father suffered a stroke and doctors inserted a pacemaker, one of the 400,000 in the U.S. inserted in patients each year. As his health declined, his pacemaker kept his heart ticking even while his quality of life all but disappeared. Driven by the experience of her parents' very different deaths, Butler, an investigative journalist who has written for The New Yorker, The New York Times, and other publications, researched end-of-life medical care in our country and looked hard at the questions of how and when to let loved ones go. Her book is Knocking on Heaven's Door, The Path to a Better Way of Death. And Butler starts our conversation by explaining the chain of events that led to her father getting a pacemaker and eventually her to write this book. My father was given a pacemaker through sort of a series of random events, which are often what happens. He rejected a pacemaker prior to his stroke. And then a year after his stroke, he needed hernia surgery. And because he had a slow heartbeat, the cardiologist refused to clear him for hernia surgery unless he was given a pacemaker. So it was something that seemed like a very, very small and necessary and hurried decision at the time, but the implications of it played themselves out over the next five or six years in an absolutely horrible way for our family. You describe your father as medically conservative, but that's not unusual. It's often doctors rather than patients who want to extend life. That's correct. About a third of people...